Hey there! Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Nabi, and you're at How to Uni, where we are constantly trying to make you a more successful student, help you get ahead, and make the most out of your university experience. Now, listen up and enjoy the show. Alright, we're back at it. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. I'm Nabi, and welcome to episode number 12 of the show. Number 12. This is quite something. We are we are still in the three-digit marks now. I talked about this before, how amazing this is. So let's just jump right into the topic. So today's topic is something I believe this will be a bit of a shorter episode, to be honest. I, I really I really think so. Last episodes were quite long because they were quite quite detailed. I think the topics were a bit more concrete, I would say. Like the smart goals I talk really extensively about because it's super important. I think it's this huge, huge concept. Um, today is something I want to share that um, I also like I not stumble across. That's way too much. But since I'm a master's student, I'm a graduate student, I think that changed one of the things that I changed a lot and uh, that, yeah, that worked quite well. So what I want to talk about today is tools versus luxury. Like um, it's like quite a cryptic title. Um, and I would like to keep it that way, actually. Just, like, keep it a bit cryptic for now. And, um, I would like to, to, to start with a, with a huge announcement. Yeah, so, um, after this title that is already cryptic, I'm gonna start with a cryptic announcement as well. It's actually not that cryptic. I'm pretty sure you will figure it out quite, fa- quite fast. Um, but I want to say, like, a big thing in 2016, ladies and gentlemen, I bought... A new phone and I bought uh, the latest iPhone well, it sounds like something that's not super super special super interesting for you probably some of you will just tune out which is understandable don't worry but let me just give you some extra info right maybe something that might be interesting for the context number one I bought the new phone exactly two years after my old one so I just had a running contract right with a contract that comes with a phone and as soon as this contract ended, which is usually in Germany after two years, I just got directly the next one, got directly a new contract and um, got a new phone with it, of course, because the old one was basically uh, unusable after two years. This is sarcasm here or irony, however you want to call it. Number two, um, uh, it had a lot of extra storage capacity, so a lot more uh, gigabytes of storage capacity than the older one uh, the, the older model I had before um, the older one had as I said a lot less but even they were not full but I figured you know if I get a new phone it should be better so I bought extra GB of course I got charged for it but uh, yeah I, I needed that definitely and number three um, the colors that were offered in the contract were included they were, were not so nice so I paid extra get a special color, get an, get an extra color for sure. That's uh, That was extremely necessary for me personally. And um, well, the, one of the old, one of the, one of the reasons why my old phone broke in the first place was because I did not use a, a case, a phone case, because well, it just didn't look so good, right? So without the phone case, it just, um, it was just a lot cooler, you know, like the looks play an important part in this, of course. And number five, there was, I think, very shortly before I bought the phone, there was another one coming out, which was not an iPhone, 
but um, had very similar specifications as far as I knew. Like I, I, I informed myself afterwards, checked a bit, did some more research after I bought the phone, which is the right time to do it, of course. Um, which, yeah, was a different brand. I, I honestly don't remember which one, but um, I remember it was significantly cheaper than the one that I got. And um, number six, uh, very important as well. It was the, the entire phone was a lot better than my last phone. Um, and it could also do a lot more than my last phone. Uh, so it was just like the technical cap uh, capabilities were a lot better than the old one. And um, what else? Number eight. Um, yeah, I, I for the longest time that I have the phone now or right after I got it, I did not do anything different than with my old one, even though I could have, right? It was a lot better. It had a lot more extras, a lot better cameras, um, a lot more storage, uh, new programs and apps that only work for the new phone. But I didn't do anything different with it at all, like, right? Like now I start doing it just as a little reclaimer. But anyways, and number nine, um, the one, the phone that actually could do what I exactly needed at that time, if I just think about what I did with the phone and what I needed it for, cost literally less than half of uh, what I paid for this iPhone, which was the latest at that time and which was the, the newest and the best and the hottest thing on the market. So I'm not saying here that iPhones itself are not worth their, their price or not worth their money. This is another topic to be, debate, to be debated, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm just literally saying that the phone that could do all the things that I would want it to do cost less than half the price. Right, So maybe the story now is at some point starts making a bit more sense for you. If it starts somewhat familiar to you and you find yourself there, stay with me and uh, listen up. Um, back to the name, back to the title that I gave it, Tools versus Luxury. I believe that we should altogether stop for the most part to look at um, things that we buy, investments that we do. We should stop looking for luxury or for names or especially, and this is like probably the biggest thing, what other people think of us if we use this this investment, this thing that we would like to buy, right? Like we should switch from this, this perception of some physical thing that I would buy as a luxury object towards a more tool-oriented thinking, right? I buy something that I believe I will... I will need that it has certain function and for functionalities that I need for my daily life for whatever it is worth maybe for for the job maybe for just free time purposes but I need certain things to do, need to do certain things and I, I'm buying a tool to do it and we should stop looking at it as a luxury object that has to have the capacity to do a million other things look especially good and all these things that nobody actually needs, nobody actually cares about. And if I think back, I think I always got weirdly intrigued by by these type of people. I think there are exist in each and every university, in every every class, every higher education um, institution. They were sitting in the library with their, I guess, twenty year old laptops, with that basically already fell into their pieces just they basically were broken in so many places but they were still functional and you looked at them and you knew <laughs> these kind of people 
they get the exactly the same things done as you do, right? But they probably paid nothing for it. And they used it as like, as a tool. And I, I don't know why, maybe it's just me, but I was always weirdly intrigued by that because these people really understood the concept of a tool, right? They they took their stuff and they used it for what they, what they needed in that moment. And they didn't need to buy a MacBook Pro Pro or an, or a Microsoft Surface for I don't know what I I should stop calling brands. It's not about the brands. It's just literally about they didn't need to spend an insane amount of money for something that looked cool and other people realized and recognized as yes, that's a cool thing, right? So they they bought something that they needed, and that's what I think, and that's what I would like you to do as well. And what I started doing, which works and sa- really really well and helped me a lot, and not only for saving money, but just as a general way of living a bit, is to start looking more for actually what we need instead of what we want. And therefore looking at things that we buy more, as I said, as a tool, not as a luxury object. Because, and now it comes goes a bit more into a philosophical direction, this whole talk, like if we take what we need only in some areas, we actually get what we want in others and the other areas that we get what we want in are the ones that actually matter to us and if that is the case this is exactly what we need again so if we take what we need in one area we will get what we need in another or the other way around if we actually take what we want in all the areas of life then we will not get what we need in the ones that actually matter it's not the topic to talk about right now but I think this is something, this is like a philosophical conversation, not the point of this podcast, but maybe something to think about. Now you might wonder, like, how would we, how would we do that? Like, I'm very accustomed to getting a new phone. Is that not the case or, or is that not the typical case? Is that not what people do? And um, it, it probably is, but like, maybe I can like show or share my simple four-step process. <laughs> Uh, that I used or that when when I got accustomed more to the principle of using things as a tool than as a luxury object, which is definitely not compulsory again. And it's definitely something that has to include more personal things, as I believe. But these are the these are the four steps that I always took or still take um, before making a bigger investment, buying something more expensive. Right. And this four-step process actually is a, is a five-step process because the zeroth, the zeroth step, like the first step, which is number zero, is don't binge buy. Like, don't literally go into a store and be like, oh my God, like this computer is only 2,500 euro and usually is 3,000 euro. So I need to buy it right now because, you know, this is probably something where we where we lose the most if we do something like that. So just don't do that. Like if you look at something and you want to buy it, take a step back, go home, think about it and see if you actually need it. Follow the other four steps that are following right now. And if you still think it's a good investment, then you can go back and buy it next day. Anyway, so let's start a four-step process. Step number one now, I would go ahead and I would make a list of of bigger investments that you do every day or not necessarily every day, but that you do generally do over your life and do an honest, honest list. Like this includes, for example, a car, 
your a new bike, uh, clothes, uh, vacation, laptops, phone, uh, maybe rent or something like that. Like the bigger investments you do over your life, right? Like the ones that are a bit more expensive than basically your, your food that you consume every day. I'm not saying that food can also be a huge investment. Maybe if you go out for dinner every day, of course, it also adds up and is also probably a big investment for you. It might be different than for me. Step number two, prioritize these areas a bit, right? Pick according to your budget, of course, two or three areas where you actually allow yourself to go more for a luxury option, right? Like maybe you're a complete car lover and you need to have an amazing car in your life. Otherwise, otherwise you feel like, like shit, like maybe it's just you just can't live with a with a non-proper car maybe you want to have the best of the best you want to have a really fast good looking uh, i don't know a special car in a sense or you are just like maybe you're an architect and you if you if you don't live in a if a don't live in an apartment that is properly built or properly has proper furniture you just don't feel good in your life so then i would probably go for a more luxurious option in that case and not so much of, for luxury in the other cases, right? So basically pick a few of these areas where you allow yourself to go for more luxurious options and the other areas you go on like, not necessarily the minimum, but you go for the option that, as I said, is more the tool-oriented looking at things, right? Like maybe you, if you're not an architect, your apartment doesn't need the latest designer furniture. Uh, maybe it's okay to go to Ikea once in a while. Like you get what I mean, yeah? Then number three, when you actually make an investments in any of these areas that you wrote down before, um, write down, first of all, before you do the investment, write down only what you need to this thing to do. Like if you buy a new phone and you can make a list that basically says, well, my phone, I, I, need, I need a good camera because I'm a photographer. If I don't have a camera with me, I need a good camera on my phone. Like that's necessary for me. I need, I don't know, certain quality in my camera, right? And it needs to be able to, to do WhatsApp, right? And I need to make calls with it. And I need a good notepad app, something like that. Now you write down what you actually need from the phone, only what you need. And number four, last step, in the areas that you identified as your luxury areas, right, that are more important to you, you can add that extra piece of luxury that you would like to have. If you're a complete phone lover, then you can go ahead and be like, okay, well, I need my phone to represent my personality a bit. So I need some extra developed looks. I need a super cool case. I need um, an extra color. I need uh, extra equipment like uh, headphones. I don't know what, yeah? Then you can go ahead and add that luxuries thing and then you can make your investment and you can make your, then you can buy the actual thing. But if it's not part of your luxury area, you stop right there and you go ahead and be like, okay, I need only these things for the thing to, to work on. Like uh, I need only the notepad app, WhatsApp, the camera, that's it. Like, that's what I need. And then you search for this option specifically. You don't go ahead. You don't go be like, okay, well, the newest phone costs like three times the price. Can also do the things that I need. Can also do a million things more. I don't need it, but I still want to buy it because other people would think I'm cool or because it just feels or looks nice. Yeah. That is the four-step process that... Um, I always use and you can you could go much deeper into like a personal finance space here and talk a bit more, way more about the budgeting and like how you can actually 
think about them or how you can actually plan your money accordingly and all that but this is also not the topic of this talk if you're more interested in that it would be super interesting for me to know so just uh, yeah just 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 let me know if you're more interested in this personal finance talks but this is basically the force for process that four-step process that I always use. You just identify what you actually need. That's the core point. Identify what you actually need and then look for what you specifically, what you need for it. And then you use this thing that you buy as a tool, right? Now, I want to throw a little curveball here and please don't take this as a way out of everything that I said before. But for some people, what I just said might not be applicable. And... um. I don't want to say that it's not applicable at all. I think just maybe the writing down the areas of luxury where you actually need some luxury are a lot more important for some people than for others. Because I, I believe that, or not I believe, I know that what some people actually need f for a thing is actually that something looks good, something something looks aesthetic or feels good when they use it in order to then use it as a tool for something else. Right. So I think there are very few, though, and I think also it's in huge parts, it's a matter of getting used to something and a matter of getting used to a certain level of discomfort for reaching a certain goal. Like like a laptop, does, does it really for you, does it really have to look good and sleek? Is that really worth your extra money, especially as a student? Like that's the question you need to answer for yourself. I'm just saying there are some people that actually need as an extra and they should probably add that onto their list of things that something needs to do that it needs to look good or be aesthetic in any way or feel good, whatever. All right, that's that's um, basically wraps up everything I wanted to say for today. I'm very thankful for you sitting down with me as well, uh, as well again and... Um, yeah, as I said, it's not that detailed of an episode today as as yesterday, for example, about the smart goals. If you haven't listened to the smart goals episode, I think that that's probably one of my evergreens. It will always be one of my <laughs> evergreens. It's super important. But today, I think um, it's also good to, to, to think about this problematic of using something as a tool versus using something just for the purpose of having some luxury. And what would be interesting for me right now is what item you have always seen as a luxury good. And now that we talked about it, thought about it a bit, what would you rather use as a tool now? Which item is that? That would be super interesting. Let me know. And uh, apart from that, I wish you a perfect rest of the day. I um, hope everything's going really well. And I will talk to you tomorrow again. I'm really excited already. So I see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hey again. Thanks a lot for listening all the way to the end. I hope you could take something from this episode. You will find episodes like this every day from Monday to Saturday. So make sure to follow and please feel free to get in touch if you want to. You can text me on Instagram at nhowtouni or send me a voice note if you are listening over Anchor. See you soon. Bye.